0: Fuck you!
1: That's my name! (laughs)
0: Hey, what's up? This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and I just yelled into the microphone because I'm kind of excited, and I just had coffee, so...
1: Oh, what are the here fucking are. odds that you're excited about Rocky 4 I'm you're excited surprised. because
0: this is one of my favorite movies growing up. It's a lot of fun. It's Rocky 4
1: I'm shocked you have pants on right now, well, to be completely
0: honest. I didn't before you got here. <laughs> I was watching the training montage over and over again and just slapping my balls around.
1: Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I bet you were hitting them like Rocky on a speed bag.
0: I was down there, and you could hear the... <laughs> And of course, we're doing this because Sylvester Stallone has decided to use his pandemic pandemic downtime very wisely and recut this movie. Because the world demanded it. Like, I think it's a good idea to go back and cut this movie specifically. Oh, I agree
1: completely. As I was watching it last night, I kept coming back to the thought, I can't believe this is a Rocky movie.
0: It's an action <laughs> movie. It's a Rambo movie with boxing gloves. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Rocky is one of the greatest films of all time. It's an objective objectively great movie as an art piece you can just look at it as an art piece take the sports mania out of it well entirely. it has
0: really nothing it's just he happens to be a boxer
1: exactly it's a drama i mean it culminates in the ring but by that point the reason the fight is so effective is because we're so powerfully connected to these characters, Rocky and Apollo, both. Okay, yes,
0: and here. and then you get to this. <laughs> it's so far away. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh. This movie is absolutely ridiculous from frame one, from the opening credits.
0: I fucking love that. This so movie much. is
1: absurd.
0: <laughs> what, what do you get in the opening credits? You get Eye of the Tiger. You hear you hear <laughs> audio from Rocky Three, from the, the final fight in Rocky Three, and these two boxing gloves like slowly coming towards each other. (laughs) these chrome boxing gloves with the (laughs) american flag and
1: the russian flag on the back slam into each other and fucking explode (laughs) in a way that does not belong in a rocky movie i couldn't get over it i was like on the one hand as a rocky movie i hate this movie
0: (laughs) i love this movie
1: but i this is a great
0: bad movie isn't it like it's it's a good action movie this is like, one of the yeah. best
1: bad movies I've ever seen. That's what I that that's all I kept thinking last night. Like it's so much fun to watch, but if you try, if you try and think about Rocky, Rocky One, the film. While watching this movie, fucking forget about it. This movie and that movie. And the reason I, part of the reason I hate, I hated it during that opening credit sequence is because the opening credit sequence of Rocky is one of the greatest of all time.
0: It's just him like walking down the street. I mean, the way
1: they opened it with that, you don't get that in this movie. As no. we said in the Rocky podcast, okay, it's like, how the fuck did they know that this was gonna be such an epic movie? How did they have the balls? to put that opener on that movie. This movie, exactly the opposite. They went way fucking overboard and the movie never lives up to that. Like that promises so much that this movie cannot deliver on.
0: See, it does for me, but probably in not the ways that they were intending.
1: It's not an unfun movie to watch. It's a very fun movie to watch. I would never turn down an opportunity to watch this movie. This movie is fantastic.
0: This is 100% the most watchable one in the franchise i think
1: for all the wrong reasons oh yeah
0: this is brainless i'm looking at all the stuff as i watched it i watched it twice as i do and i'm looking at all the stuff going like he's gonna add something right there because there's definitely a bits of dialogue and stuff that need to be in there to make this like an actual movie he's gonna turn it into a rocky movie because i would love to see it
1: i mean obviously you're gonna go see it i can't Go see it in the theater. It's probably sold out. I'm going to go
0: see it. I'll buy it on the when it comes out. I'll fucking.
1: I'm going to wait for your word on it because it, if if you give me the go ahead, I'll probably buy it when it comes out because I definitely want to see it
0: i'm gonna buy it even if i hate it because um, i'm because i I don't i I want
1: to know whether you love it or you hate it
0: (laughs) the movie starts off strong enough it's it's stupid but it feels like a rocky movie in the sense that you get to see rocky punching somebody in the first 30 seconds
1: it only feels like a rocky movie in that they do that really really pointless recap at the beginning but no i'm sorry this 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 movie (laughs) loses me from frame one and then it has to win me back by taking me in a completely different direction from
0: rocky well really it does yeah it, it plays through the entire ending of Rocky 3. Yeah. We get to see Rocky kick Clubber's ass, which is a good fight by the way.
1: It is. The the Clubber Lang fight is a great fight.
0: And it's the most I think unique fight in the entire series because he's it's basically a bludgeoning fest on the bad guy.
1: I kind of feel like as as much fun as this movie is to watch and it's very fun to watch. I think the more watchable movie is Rocky 3.
0: Yeah, you said that in in the, in the podcast. I remember that. And, yeah. yeah,
1: because the fight with Yvonne Drago doesn't feel realistic like like it it just doesn't. Like, it feels absurd. Whereas the fight with Clubber Lang, I bought what was going on. I bought that Rocky, because because we did establish that Rocky can take a beating like no other fighter. He can't be knocked out. We established that in the first movie. Yes. And so it makes sense that his strategy would be to wear Clubber out and then just hammer on him, you know? I bought that strategy from Clubber Lang. From Ivan Drago, the way they set it up... No, I'm sorry. It's not believable. <laughs> it's they're just they're not. playing
0: real hard into that iron jaw thing.
1: They're playing yeah. way too hard. If Rocky had come out, and now that he's a better boxer, you know, if he had really dedicated himself to training not just his ability to take a beating or his strength, but also his ability to move, building off of the training montage and all that shit from Rocky 3, if you'd built off of that, and suddenly we see a better fighter, we see someone who moves better, who's got better reactions, and you know, if they'd figured out a way to make that happen then the Ivan Drago fight would be more believable.
0: We do. We had to wait uh 25 20 some years for that to for them to make the Creed movie. Yeah.
1: Which, and and Creed 2 was fantastic. Like I
0: I think that is the best argument for making rocky Four a better rocky movie Cre- because because of creed, creed 2. too
1: okay i yeah i can see that i mean i would lo- i definitely would really love to see him rework this and make it more believable
0: so after polly's birthday and the fucking weird interlude about the fucking the anniversary stuff <laughs> we're gonna meet the villains you know they're villains because the second they show up on screen it's like dun dun Dun, 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 dun. and and they're russian and this was 1984 85 so the russians were bad people
1: russia was the great satan we basically we needed to destroy them
0: we always have one. Oh, to be in the 80s when it wasn't terrorists it was just like <laughs> a bunch of two white countries going like no my dick's bigger
1: two white countries going no i'm gonna destroy the earth with nuclear annihilation that was yes. like we were fucking scared back then and i can't even imagine what it was like for kids in the 60s during like the cuban missile crisis because that was actually a legitimate <laughs> threat by the 80s everybody was kind of like all right let's just agree that both of our dicks are bigger
0: because that shit didn't happen that long ago <laughs> It seems like it should it should have been a long time ago. The Cold War sounds old. Yeah. But it's like not really. it's
1: really only 30 years old. Yeah. Well, 30, like 32 yeah. years old or something like that. It ended in 1989.
0: It's a little it's a little crazy. And uh, mm. so these guys are getting bombarded by reporters the second they walk off the plane, of course. But Im- immediately after they get off the plane, there's a fucking press conference. And Apollo is watching the news, I guess, on his TV in his swimming pool with his three golden retrievers. <laughs> That is the richest fucking nonsense I have ever said in my life. So the press conference is basically just to announce to the world that Russia is now going to... They're going to be involved in professional boxing, which apparently is a new thing.
1: The 80s were the era when Russia started kind of trying to open up to the Western world. Because it was very closed off, man. that Prior to the 1980s...
0: That must be where all those jokes come from.
1: Everything East of berlin was very very closed off
0: they're like we want to we want to we want to fight rocky balboa and then they're like well what makes you think he can fucking fight that guy and it's like because he's bigger and stronger and cooler <laughs> and he's he's
1: not on steroids though credit where credits due. the guy who is ivan drago's hype man oh it's the guy it's fantastic. the doctor from
0: fucking halloween 4 remember
1: this guy is just terrific he's so you know like he's he's that perfect soviet villain he he really is like like you pick he's a bond villain almost. he
0: sounds like dracula's cousin that's what Polik says later. <laughs> 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 so of course apollo is like all up in it because his whole thing is america I'm
1: America, like, fuck yeah
0: that is apollo creed yeah right in this movie that's both of them well i'm kind of i mean honestly going all the
1: way back to rocky apollo creed was all about that yeah one thing you can never take away from apollo is that he understands creating a mythology around himself
0: it's stated in creed 2 they're like like his father he's ever the showman which is where he gets into fucking trouble here immediately after that we cut to rocky like waxing his fancy car that apparently he learned how to drive and his kid is like dancing with the fucking robot that is the saddest
1: scene i've ever seen (laughs) this kid has no friends because his dad is so famous he does have friends he
0: watches the fight with him later (laughs)
1: Who are those fucking kids? I want to know. Assholes. Also, who is watching the kid?
0: The nanny. What nanny? No nanny is established. He's rich. He has a nanny.
1: I, I I know he's rich and he has a nanny, but no nanny is established in the course of this movie. The, the closest thing to a nanny is the fucking robot. And that's what I was thinking. They I was like, is the robot watching the kid? Is that what they're trying to say? They have a housekeeper
0: scene? that like literally comes outside right now. Oh, she does. Yeah. She goes, hey, Mr. Balboa, Mr. Creed on the phone for you. And then the robot's like, you can get it right here. Which I
1: honestly <laughs> thought was the robot <laughs> insulting the housekeeper. What? I thought the, I thought the robot was talking shit. To the housekeeper until Rocky picked up the phone.
0: He's like, What are you doing? I'm, I'm getting dizzy. And Ra- Paul's just telling him that he's coming out because Rocky still lives in Philadelphia. Apollo lives in LA still. So we're going to cut to the Russian training facility also. This is where we really established the threat that. Drago actually is and all these reporters are around and I I like the moment where one of the reporters goes so there's been a lot of rumors about blood doping and steroids and then Drago's wife immediately like her face darts over to the trainer guy and she's like um fuck they're on to us and he's like he's like no there's no there's no steroids or any shit like that also played by uh Stallone's wife of two whole years Bridget Nielsen at peak hotness very much they'd go on and they'd make Cobra together and she's even hotter in that because she plays like a model or something
1: realistically I guess her peak hotness would have been red zone <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It doesn't get a lot hotter than that. I mean, she's got that mullet going on, but I can forgive it.
0: <laughs> we get a little demonstration with Drago. They have this weird little punching pad, which will make a comeback in Best of the Best. The pad that he punches is used to measure like his punching power. And they're like, most fighters only me- average like 750 pounds per square inch. And Drago punches it and it's 1,850 pounds. So the result is obvious. And they're like, what's the re- What result is that? Whatever he hits, he destroys.
1: And he says it with that great over the top. What rest- whatever hits he destroys yes and
0: i'm yeah no i can't do it i can't do it Uh, it's so
1: good so i this guy in particular i love in this movie i mean i i I love dolph lundgren i I was gonna say i love everybody in
0: this this movie movie introduced me to who is now one of my favorite actors ever because i fucking love dolph lundgren
1: okay i don't know about favorite actors
0: i don't he (laughs) was great in creed 2 and i'm so fucking
1: you know what you're right he was great in creed 2 and it was like Wow, he's really like, evolved I'm like, as a holy performer. Shit, like, he can now act. He's a performer,
0: and like like everybody forgets that Stallone can act because he just became a dopey action star for so long. Yeah, but no, then he, but he like, goes back and does Creed and Creed Two, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah, like he can do stuff
1: every once in a while. Like he he. Because he started with Rocky. Rocky was his genesis. And then <laughs> yeah, he, and yeah, then he became forget. an action star. He did shit like Cobra and whatnot. But then he'll bust, you know, in the mid-90s, he busts out Copland. Copland and people yes. are like, oh, fuck, that's right. He's an actor, isn't he? <laughs> and then, you know, and then, and then he does Judge Dredd movies. <laughs> shit like that. And then Creed comes around. It's like, oh, fuck, that's right. I keep forgetting he's an actor.
0: And he's one of my favorites. And he always will be. Like, I can't. I will cry when he dies.
1: That's fair. He's an icon. And he introduced us to another icon. Dolph Lundgren.
0: Yeah. And I've like, I've been following this dude. I've been watching his movies since I was eight years old. I remember eight years old was when I first saw Rocky three was the first one.
1: See, my first Dolph Lundgren movie was probably no big surprise.
0: He man. Well, my first Dolph Lundgren movie was this movie. My, my second one might've been he man. My second one was the Punisher. That was your second fucking Dolph Lundgren (laughs) movie? Yes, it
1: was.
0: (laughs) What a weird deep cut that was when you're (laughs) fucking... (laughs) I had to hunt that movie down when I oh. when I liked The Punisher. Oh
1: no, my um my aunt brought my aunt was great. She was this amazing character. She was gay, but not that I knew that, but she she had that kind of Butch lesbian thing that just made her <laughs> awesome. You know, like she fucking loved action movies and she was just a ton of fun. She was the funniest person you ever met.
0: And every time your conservative parents are around her, they're a little like eh. <laughs> So it makes it even more fun because she's like the the cool rebel
1: aunt. She is like, like, like I mean, she's, she's dead now, but God, she was just the greatest. And she watched me all the time. Second only to my grandma. She would take me on weekends and shit so my mom could, you know, do her late 20s, early 30s social thing. And she would watch fucking action movies with me all the time. And she, she was like, you are going to fucking love this. This is awesome. And we watched the punisher together and i fucking
0: and you know what it. that's my favorite punisher and only because it's fucking Dolph longer that movie's so dumb <laughs> it, it has really it has zero to do with the punisher aside from the movie being called punisher <laughs> and him being referred to as the punisher in it it's a Dolph longer action movie that's all it is i saw the tom Jane movie and i'm like i kind of love this I'm, i really love the punisher so i started reading the comics and then i'm like holy shit there was one from like 1989 1990 i'm like i need to see that no video stores had it i managed to find it in the five dollar bin at walmart
1: oh that was right like a couple of years after the dvd release it hit the it hit the bargain bins and then you could you could buy that diminishing back stock yeah (laughs) i still have it i think i picked it up or a Stinkerfest one year and, and nobody ended up watching it.
0: that sucks because i fucking i'd pick that one showdown in little tokyo that's another i think one. that
1: was the year before you started coming to Stinkerfest.
0: yeah i had to i got i got stuck with airborne which i also love right? <laughs>
1: well yeah that that ended up being a crowd favorite i think
0: it's so dumb but it's so charmingly stupid <laughs> it's just fun and it's fun and stupid and jack black's there and it's just like yeah
1: jack black's there and everybody's like is that jack black what the fuck <laughs> where's his beard why isn't
0: he He's kind of he's acting like Jack Black so it must be him, right? (laughs)
1: He was so Jack
0: Black even back then. He's
1: like, what, 17 years old or something like <laughs> that? He was like very that.
0: young. Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> Maybe then, not even 17. And then you never see anybody else in that movie ever again, aside from Eating McLean. Oh, Seth Green. Oh, fuck, Seth Green's in that movie. Yes. But then, you know, the bully, the Jack character, he plays Johnny Cage for like five minutes in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Really? But he gets killed.
1: I don't think I ever saw Mortal you Kombat. You never
0: saw? Oh, oh boy. I may
1: have, I may not. I, I don't remember.
0: Okay, you know what? We're going to skip all the other Mortal Kombat movies movies <laughs> on oh, right to that one. So Rocky 4 is a movie that is better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation, so that's <laughs> that should tell you something. Um so Apollo does show up at the house, they're sitting at the table being all family like and hanging out, and Apollo, of course, he wants to fight the Russian. But they never they never say They never explicitly say, like, we're doing this for America, but they're implying it very, very heavily the entire time.
1: Not Mm -hmm. during this conversation, but later on when they're in Rocky's TV room, he's like, it's us against them.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, who? Thank you for being so specific, Stallone. (laughs) Well, that's
1: just it. Back then, you didn't need. To get more specific <laughs> than that, the red menace, like we were so, <laughs> you didn't grow up in the eighties no, with school propaganda and shit like that. Like we were inundated with that shit.
0: No, I was just, I was part of the generation that like once Columbine happened, they're like, don't dye your hair. Don't wear trench coats. Don't hang out in groups of more than two. Don't, uh, don't hug each other. Don't touch each other. Don't even look at each other.
1: I graduated right before that.
0: Oh my God. Shit got rough in 99 and it got fucking worse.
1: Yeah, I have to imagine it did. And then 2 years later, fucking 9/11 happened.
0: <laughs> it just it just keeps going downhill. <laughs> and now the kids today are like, "Oh, we can't really do anything because there's COVID and and we all might die if we get too close to each other." <laughs> like,
1: fuck. It's an interesting time to be alive or surviving, as I call it.
0: So, they're having this little conversation and Adrian has to chime in and she's right this time. Yes. And she's like, "Why do you guys want to fight, especially that guy? You're both old." <laughs> And I give a shit, so I don't want you to fucking... Is it worth getting hurt over because Apollo's been retired for something around five years or so
1: i think that's the thing that feels the worst about apollo's death is that it was literally him going in for elective surgery and
0: dying under the knife well yeah and like, well, totally says,
1: non-essential
0: yes and he, he says right at the beginning of the fight he's like god i feel born again and he's like i'm getting my life back and i'm like dude you have a wife and two kids that are never fucking mentioned ever again by the way oh except for in creed when adonis walks into the restaurant he goes i'm apollo's kid he's like no you're not Get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are those kids in those movies, by the way? Were Apollo's kids ever part of the movies? Because I don't remember. In two. They were. They showed up in two. Oh, they two. did show up in two. You see okay. them running around see, the house. See,
1: now, two is the one that I'm actively trying to repress in my mind.
0: It is not that bad. I
1: know it's not that bad. It's just the Rocky and Adrian romance parts that are that bad. Oh, yeah. But, God, they're so fucking bad. Don't get me wrong. The rest of the movie is fantastic. The fight between Apollo and Rocky, I loved it. Once we get solidly into the third act, I am fully on board, but Fuck (laughs) the fact, the fact that he literally took her to the zoo to see the tigers and proposed to her,
0: especially after that guy said, "Take her to the zoo." I hear retards like the zoo. Yeah, what
1: the fuck. It didn't even occur to me until my son said it. Well, I said it to you, too,
0: in the fucking podcast, remember?
1: Oh, was it you who said he, yeah. it to me? Yeah. like, okay, Because it was I, didn't, you. I
0: didn't notice it until that time around, either. Yeah. I,
1: like, it would have never occurred to me and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the dumbest fucking romance in the history of dumb romances.
0: And they're only together because they're like, it seems like a relationship of convenience, but they seem to, like, actually love each other. It's really confusing.
1: She's his best friend's sister. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's very cute. Talia Shire's always been very cute, and for a mousy girl yes she was very very cute and i get it when your best friend's got a cute sister and you're around all the time you know like eventually you're gonna develop a crush on her you're you know it's it's inevitable it happened to me i guess
0: they have been hanging out for for years at that point
1: it's so weird that they don't even like ordinarily if your best friend has a sister and you're not dating there's sort of a natural rapport that you develop you know like it doesn't have to be flirty or anything like that you just eventually develop a rapport with your best friend's sister if you're around each other well all you the have
0: time. to you're gonna be around especially each other the if they live together yeah
1: like how do they not have a relationship at this point like they still can barely talk to each other it's because, ridiculous
0: because she's not dumb she's shy
1: i love rocky and adrian together i really do but those fucking romances. it doesn't it
0: doesn't get not weird until like the third movie the weakest part of all those movies at least the first two no
1: i i i feel like it's it's a strong part of the first movie yeah yeah. Um. I mean, granted that that one scene is very uncomfortable, but the relationship is it's a strong like all the best characterization of Rocky happens in his scenes when he's interacting with Adrian. It really I mean, they yeah. really do because you get to know him as a character when you see how he's presenting himself to her. I fucking
0: love that first. movie. I just do. So e- enough
1: about <laughs> enough about the great Rocky movie. Let's talk about the horribly great Rocky movie.
0: So Adrian storms off because, you know again she's right oh by the way do you notice how apollo like stands up as she leaves but everybody else is just kind of like yep bye bitch
1: yes <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> i did notice that
0: <laughs> um and then the robot comes back into the room playing a song by kenny loggins how 80s i call the robot a she because of what's gonna happen like one second from now she hands yeah. Polly the beer and she's like oh uh, he's like thanks baby or whatever thanks honey and she's like do you like this song he's like I li- it's a nice song and she's like it's my favorite and then <laughs> rocky's like who taught her to talk like that and he's like she loves me and then that's the last time we ever see the fucking robot
1: Well, it's not the last time we see the robot. It's the last time the robot's a major character in the scene.
0: Wait, what? The robot pops up again?
1: yeah the robot is literally in the background of the scene with the kids watching the fight on tv that's that's why i said are we to believe that the
0: robot is watching the children oh uh so now apollo and rocky watch their second fight together and they're just kind of you know having fun and apollo's really into it like he's obviously got something on his brain right now he wants to go back and he's like who what what are you using for a chin there stallion because he calls him stallion and they're, they're totally gay, by the way. They love each other in, in ways. Oh, yeah.
1: If this hadn't been made during the 80s. <sighs> this is
0: less homoerotic <laughs> than the third one, but it's still there. Not a, not a lot, just less. So Rocky asks him a very serious question, but worded in a rocky way, because that's how he does it. So he's like, you know, maybe this fight against the Russian, do you think it's not really against the Russian? It's maybe it's a get you against you, which I'm like, yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's Apollo trying to fucking stroke his goddamn ego because nobody gives a shit anymore.
1: I got to say, I don't buy Rocky having that insight.
0: It develops over the course of the movies. I don't buy it. Well, he has to now because uh, uh, Mickey's dead. So he has to he has to instinctively now take the take the fatherhood approach to things because he has a kid that he needs to teach things to and he's i think yeah i guess while mickey was alive he was sort of stunted and he didn't he wasn't allowing himself to kind of because he also didn't have a dad yeah yeah. for most of his life from what i gather that's just my opinion like mickey didn't stunt him necessarily like mickey taught him stuff and he taught him how to be an adult and a grown-up and then, and then but, when
1: Mickey died, he, he, it was like,
0: it realized like, oh shit, you I have th- th- those things.
1: It's like getting thrown into yeah. the deep end. Like he had to grow up fast,
0: especially like I said, I know I brought this up on the podcast. Rocky six has one of the best fucking Rocky speeches, Rocky inspirational speeches ever. I get choked up every time I fucking watch it, it is so, I, I love it. I like this scene.
1: It's not, it's not a bad scene. I'm not trying to say it's a bad scene. I'm just saying they haven't convinced me of rocky the sage up to this point in the movie
0: well don't worry because rocky five doesn't do it either he like tries (laughs) (laughs) he tries but they're playing really hard into the brain damage angle in that movie it's not until he hits his fucking 60s that he's like i'm smart i know shit
1: (laughs) by the time creed rolls around i buy it because you know rocky's just been around long enough to have picked it to have picked up this wisdom, you know, and he's passing it on to Apollo or excuse me, Adonis. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. But yeah, Rocky in this movie at sort of peak manchildness. Well, I guess technically three was when he was at peak. I mean, that's why there was that whole training sequence in the hotel and shit like yeah. that. That was sort of him living out his manchild fantasy. Yeah, because
0: I he's guess. never been rich before, so he's like, oh yeah. And that's why he fucking lost that first fight.
1: That's that's fair. I guess technically three was him growing up. So yes. I suppose I should buy it. But again, this movie lost me at frame one as soon as that chrome
0: fist enters get your get <laughs> your shit the together frame i'm like focus fuck
1: this movie
0: let's go to the press conference not a whole lot happens but you can tell um apollo is immediately he's acting right now he's oh, he's yeah. playing that apollo creed greatest boxer alive fucking character
1: i gotta say i i absolutely love carl weathers in this role this is he's just fantastic. The downside of it is we don't really see development of him as a character, but at the same time, he is playing an older character from the first movie. So he's a man who's at this point set in his ways.
0: Well, because he says like, you you think you're changing, but you're not changing. We're just fighters and we got to fight.
1: So I, I actually do buy it from him. Yeah, that's um, just
0: an excuse. So you don't actually have to move on and try anything new.
1: And Carl Weathers nails it. He is such.
0: He is so fucking perfect. Like, I can't imagine who else could have played that. Like, I think they might have tried to cast an actual boxer at some point, but I'm like, yeah,
1: no. You need an actor to you need an actor to play for
0: that, especially
1: to convincingly play a non actor. You need an actor.
0: They cast Antonio Tarver in Rocky six. And I think he's he's actually a pretty good actor. I was surprised. Really? And I liked him.
1: I don't know. All I think of is the dude from Creed. And I fucking hated every second that that dude was in. Oh,
0: that dude never bothered me.
1: He's absolutely terrible. Every <laughs> scene he's in is terrible.
0: So one of the reporters asks Rocky, like, "What what is your advice for Apollo fighting this guy? And he's like, well, first thing you better get Apollo is a ladder. <laughs> but then when you see him in the ring in a couple in a couple of minutes, they're not really that much different in height. No,
1: I mean, they're different. Like uh, like Apollo pro- Apollo probably comes up. I, I mean,
0: Apollo's taller than Rocky. Carl Weathers is a whole foot taller than Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's not it's the, the difference isn't as stark is between Lundgren and Stallone. Keeping in mind, Carl Weathers is not a small dude, so for Lundgren to be that much bigger than him, he is a fucking huge man that scene when he's walking into the ring i can't remember if it's no it is it's during the russian fight at the end when he walks out with that light behind him his shoulders are so fucking huge i was like <laughs> no wonder they cast this dude as he-man he looks like oh, a He-Man Dolph figure. Is huge he yes. looks just like you because know, those he-man figures i don't know if you remember but their sh- their waistline was like two inches and their shoulder line was like four inches it was like barbie like they were gargantuan they had gargantuan (laughs) shoulders in proportion to their waists and so consequently i was like oh yeah now i see it like they just put the wrong outfit on him they should have given him a page boy haircut and a and a bondage harness and then it would have looked just
0: like he man Dolph lundgren is six five carl weathers is six two
1: okay so So, yeah i mean
0: they're they're definitely close but stallone is five ten and he's fucking adorable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, I'm taller than Stallone. <laughs> and just to add more contrast, they put heel lifts on Lundgren in this movie.
1: Yeah, Lundgren looks gigantic in this.
0: I never noticed at the end of the press conference, after all the shit goes down, Drago actually, he smiles a little bit, and I never noticed that before I watched it Oh, last I did night. not catch
1: that at all. Yeah, he
0: kind of like, mm, he doesn't have a lot of expression in this movie, but like like no, he's he, like, he kind of does a little smirk, and then he walks away. I'm like, oh, what a fucking dickhead. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> I mean, he is a dickhead, but he didn't really, he wasn't, he wasn't the actual bad guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, looking at this movie from a non growing up in the 1980s standpoint, looking at it today, absent all the propaganda and shit like that and and, (laughs) and all the Cold War furor and whatnot that was going on. Apollo's the asshole here. Mm -hmm. Apollo is totally an asshole going into this thing because these guys come over and they're talking about what a sportsman he is and how he's this you know a specimen and apollo's like getting all these personal digs in while presenting himself as a nice guy he's like he's one of those guys who's like gonna say some really nasty shit but in a funny way so he can be like i'm just joking can't you take a joke come on man That's, he's he's in character though like, oh no he 100 yeah. is i'm just saying if you look at it from that perspective apollo is instigates oh all of the shit that goes down he in did the exact
0: conference. same thing in the first rocky movie too and the second one actually but
1: yeah he's like super he's like super passive aggressive and doing all these nasty <laughs> little digs throwing in with everything he says
0: so let's cut to fight night it's las vegas There rocky and apollo were hanging out in the locker room getting a uh, apollo's getting ready and apollo's like i feel like i could eat nails and then rocky's like you know i never tried those things. And he's like tried what what the hell are you talking about snails i never had him he's like nails nails that is such a dumb scene so i'm not saying it's out of character oh no. It's just no dumb. that is 100 a rocky thing. yes it is uh, and I wrote down because I've I thought this when I watched Kickboxer. I said this scene just reminded me that Kickboxer is just Rocky IV in Thailand because him and his oh. brother in that movie have this exact same scene. Really? Yeah. It's
1: been a long time because he's I like, haven't watched Kickboxer since the '90s.
0: Because Rocky goes, "Hey man, can we postpone?" And Apollo's like, "No nah, man, I'm I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm stronger. I'm quicker." And Van Damme walks up to his brother and says, "Can we just postpone for two weeks?" And the guy's like, "No, I'm I'm stronger. I'm quicker." <laughs> Well, no, his response was, can he move like me? And then he just like jiggles his arms really fast. And I'm like, you're all wet. Fucking creepy. <laughs> With your weird jerry curl. Just before the fight starts, Drago like rises from the depths in this fucking ring that comes up from the basement or whatever, just underground. <laughs> And oh, apparently, shit.
1: Which is pretty cool.
0: This was Dolph Lundgren's like first time seeing this shit. So it was, that was his real reaction. Oh, that. no <laughs> kidding. Yeah.
1: And they were like, all right, Dolph, go out into the ring. We got seven cameras on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this was his first movie. Like he'd never done anything before. He's he's a martial artist who had never acted and shit. And he's yeah. just kinda, he
1: was totally cast just for looking the way he does. Oh,
0: God. And so, somebody mentioned he, he's like a Nazi poster boy. And then Rachel looked up like propaganda from the 80s and and, <laughs> and they brought up that. And, and in the articles that, oh, the poster boy for some Nazi. Nazi fucking magazine or something. I'm like, see, he does. <laughs> and then I wrote, and also James Brown
1: for some reason because of living in America. That's why. Uh, yeah, living in America.
0: I cannot hear this song and without I sing it every time it's on because I'm like fucking Rocky four and James Brown. I live in America. It's a, it's such a stupid fucking song. And Apollo like lowers from the fucking heavens on this bullhead. <laughs> Dancing to this James Brown song in his America regalia stuff.
1: (laughs) His Uncle Sam outfit. Is
0: that the same outfit from Rocky? It's an older, shittier thing in Rocky. You you see it in the flashback in the montage. All right.
1: I got to say, I cannot hear Living in America without hearing Weird Al Yankovic's Living with a Hernia. (laughs) Because I don't
0: think I've ever heard that. It's funny.
1: I used to have that on cassette. And while I did know Living in America existed, I memorized the words to Living with a Hernia. And so. That's all I can hear when I hear living in America.
0: <laughs> and then as this is happening, Adrian looks over at Rocky and goes like, um, what the fuck? Cause she is not having this shit. She knows he needs to be taking this shit seriously.
1: Yeah. And. Apollo is very clearly not taking it seriously. And
0: this is supposed to be an exhibition, by the way. And I said, all that pageantry is what fucked him in the first movie. That's exactly yep. what got him in the first movie.
1: Yeah, he didn't take it seriously. But he thought it was going to be a cakewalk.
0: And then Rocky knocked his head off in the first fucking round. So that's, yeah. And and the same thing happened to Rocky in the third movie, like I said. Then we get nicknames. The Count of Monte Fisto sounds like a different movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I cannot get over that one. I crack up every time I hear
0: it. And I noticed a continuity error. And I had to rewind it and Uh-oh. double check when they're in the ring and, and they do the introductions and Apollo's going, doing the pointing thing and going, I want you. I want you. He came to the ring with boxing gloves on, right? Doesn't have fucking gloves on in that shot. <laughs> then they go to the center of the ring and, you know, they're doing the touch gloves. you like, put your gloves up, man. Put your gloves up. And then. Apollo like tries to hit his gloves and knock him down, but he, they don't budge because he's he's a fucking he's Superman. He does his cool you will lose thing. I even wrote it down that way. You will lose, and I said lose and lose royally. He did because that's what he said to Drago in the press conference.
1: Yes, he did.
0: So Apollo gets his ass kicked and it's really actually kind of a brutal scene. It is. It's actually sort of hard to watch.
1: I wouldn't say it's hard to watch, but it's definitely it's definitely a sound ass beating and it is not played comically at all.
0: No. Like, yeah, I think I guarantee he did that on purpose. He's like setting up. This is going to be a fun fucking 80s movie. And then a beloved character. Yeah. Apollo dies
1: literally beaten to death right in front of us. (laughs)
0: yeah oh my and rocky is supposed to throw in the towel even duke is like throw in the towel to do it but apollo's like you know don't fucking don't throw in this towel don't do it so apollo dies right in the middle of the ring with rocky holding him it's really a fucking bummer and then we get a funeral and rocky delivers a speech that doesn't make any goddamn sense
1: (laughs) it really doesn't i tried listening to that speech over like i rewound and listened to it again i was like this is the most nonsensical bullshit doesn't I've ever sense. heard in the form of a eulogy.
0: Okay, so now my biggest, probably my biggest issue with the movie, I buy all the super soldier stuff. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm with it. How the fuck does Rocky take the fight, have a press conference and have it printed in a bunch of magazines and already have had a meeting with the boxing commission and Adrian doesn't know anything about it?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's not exactly believable. I mean, honestly, there's a lot in this movie that's not exactly believable, <laughs> like Adrian showing up in Russia during the 1980s and Adrian unannounced being, being the fucking, on short notice yeah
0: that being who she is not fucking knowing about that at the press conference we learned that since in one of the magazines it says that the, the American Boxing Association or whatever it is will not sanction the fight to wait two years it says it in the magazine to wait two years so it's not being sanctioned so they're like how much money are you making Rocky and he's like no money it's not about money it's about America right fuck yeah <laughs> and then you know where is it it's in Russia and it's gonna take place on Christmas this is a Christmas movie <laughs>
1: Technically, I guess.
0: It's a Christmas movie like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. But
1: it's a Russian Christmas movie, which means no decorations and no pageantry. <laughs> just just cold Soviet winters and poor people dying.
0: I'm down fuck poor people so rocky comes home and then he gets confronted by adrian and she's like what the fuck dude didn't we just see your best friend die a few minutes ago like it's a few minutes ago in the movie not not in the fucking
1: and again adrian is completely in the right on this one.
0: Oh, she is so fucking right this is the dumbest decision rocky has ever made in his entire life except he's a fucking superhero too so it's not dumb at all I and mean, she's like you know just move on dude a lot of people live with hurt. and then he he like tries to make a good point and if you don't think about it too hard it's it works but If you think about it at all, it doesn't. She's like, a lot of people live with her. And he's like, a lot of people don't have a choice. I do. I'm like, what choice? Fucking boxing match. Nothing will be resolved by it. And then again, he's like, America is everything. But he doesn't say that. He's like, this house, the cars, the money is not everything. That's not all there is. I'm like, is he talking about America? I'm very confused. (laughs) in the 80s you didn't have to say it and then there's this and she's like you can't win it's suicide and he's like this is fucked up to beat me he's gonna have to kill me and to kill me he's gonna have to have the heart to stand in front of me and be willing to die himself i'm (laughs) paraphrasing of course yeah
1: that is like i mean on the one hand it is a very inspiring moment on the other hand it's like do you realize the kind of low stakes you're doing this for your friend is dead you can't get him back and unless you're going to kill this dude, nothing will be resolved by this fight. Nothing. This is all about ego. This entire movie yes. is about ego.
0: And turning this on its head and making Creed 2 as fucking good and as emotional <laughs> and serious as it yeah. is. So, like, you can kind of imagine that this, like, let, let, let's let pretend when we're watching Creed 2 that this movie is, like, in Rocky's brain-damaged mind and that, that's how it happened. <laughs> But in reality, he really knows what happened. So when he says, like, you know, that guy broke things in me that ain't never been fixed. I'm like, I feel that. And like, I watched it. So obviously, but like, I, he's such a fucking good actor. God damn it. And uh, I believe every fucking word he says in that movie. Yeah. The
1: trouble is, I don't believe every fucking word he says in this movie. That's the problem.
0: I do, unfortunately, because that's just the way he was. You've seen Cobra. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, you've seen Rambo. Oh, I've seen Cobra. Believe me, multiple times. You've seen Cobra and Rambo and all those movies. (laughs) This is where we get our first official montage of the movie.
1: And it won't stop. Like, literally, from this point on, it is montages with very, very tiny breaks.
0: It's the burning heart just about to burst. And I said it sounds like it should be a joke song from South Park.
1: (laughs) I mean, admittedly, that is where South Park got their joke songs. Oh, one.
0: Well, yeah. Okay, and you have to give it to Stallone. That first movie revolutionize the fucking montage in general
1: oh absolutely but again it's again that was 80s what, what's his name avildsen avildsen yes yeah
0: but you know what though i fucking love it so goddamn <laughs> much you have no idea
1: i love a good montage and this movie does have some great montages <laughs> specifically that second soviet training montage is really great the one that ends with him on top of the mountain now that's a fucking montage right
0: there that is the best fucking montage in the history of montages
1: yes this montage can go suck a dick No, you know what? It can't even suck a dick. This this montage can go eat shit.
0: It's Fuck part, this montage. It's part of that whole cheesy dumbass package. And again, <laughs> my eight, nine-year-old self watching this, renting it from the video store and going like, look, Rocky's in white. He must be at a karate studio or something.
1: Again, I don't hate this movie. I'm talking a lot of shit, but I don't hate this movie. But this montage is pure comedy gold
0: (laughs) so right after the montage the montage by the way is just him reminiscing about his entire fucking life and about basically what's important to him and why quote unquote he is fighting the russian
1: it's literally just clips from the movie a a scattershot smattering of clips from the entirety of rocky up to this point including the beginning of this movie
0: literally the point we just saw two minutes ago when adrian turns around and walks away (laughs) yes
1: yeah like everything up to this point in the rocky franchise gets thrown with no rhyme or reason there's no arc to it it's not like it starts at one point and leads us to a conclusion nope it's just fucking reminiscence blown at the wall
0: it does have a little bit i did notice a little bit of a pattern okay
1: well you're gonna have to take me through it because I, i could not make a goddamn lick of sense of this montage
0: so it starts with all the Apollo stuff and the current Adrian stuff. And if you kind of notice, it sort of starts working its way backwards until it gets to the most important thing in his life, which is Adrian, obviously, because it obviously. ends almost around the first movie when they when they kiss like that's almost that's towards the end of the montage. OK, and I kind of noticed that pattern. But then it keeps bit. going it and just peters <laughs> out
1: until the goddamn fade out of the song. They go through the whole fade the whole out song. of the song
0: and the song will come back for another montage <laughs> which is a good montage but it's still so rocky has a moment with his kid before he leaves for Russia. by the way the the son whose name is rocky jr is played by a kid named rocky so that's kind of fun no kidding
1: technically his name is
0: robert in this movie well but rocky's name is also robert so which is never actually fucking mentioned so how do i know that <laughs> why do i know that oh
1: i God. only know it because you told me
0: i know that but i feel like i shouldn't know that because it's not in the fucking movies this kid's kind of cute He's he seems like a good kid isn't it on like a Birthday card or some shit like I, something I, obscure, something weird. I think I, I think I just pieced it together because his kid's name is his kid is named after him, and his name is Robert. I know you told me. And they make a joke in Rocky Two <sighs> when she gets pregnant. He's like, "Oh, Rocky Junior."
1: I can't get over how weird it is at the end of this movie when he's like, <laughs> "Hey,
0: kid." So I, I like, I like the kid who plays the son. He's kind of a dweeb, but he's all right. He's a total nerd. He is. Oh God, I hate those fucking kids. So much. <laughs> he's
1: cute enough. like, yeah, he, like he's he, all right. He works in the role. Yeah, he absolutely does.
0: And he asks his dad, like, "Are you afraid?" Because if a big giant man wanted to beat me up, I'd be really scared. And Rocky's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I get scared. It's okay to be scared. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Now go fight this giant dude that you have no business fucking fighting, you old (laughs) bastard.
1: He kind of starts to make a point that the kid could totally get you know about we've got that side of us that's scared but then we fight through it and we find that side of us that isn't scared and comes out you know and, and but then he gets into that whole going the extra round and all that shit and by the time he's like you know what I mean and the kid's like uh-huh I'm just I just like that <laughs> the kid's like nope Nuh-uh. he 100% does not have any fucking clue what you're talking about right? like
0: yeah sure dad I'm gonna go play with my robot so now I I'm count this is a now we get a second montage the going to Russia montage and it's set to a song called burning heart and then later we'll have a song called hearts on fire there's really nothing to it he literally gets to russia they drive him to the fucking cabin and there it is
1: and then new montage
0: and again it works not fucking not yet
1: i know we're gonna get the like the them <laughs> introducing him to the cabin but yeah. then it's a fucking montage like there's there's two minutes of them introducing him
0: but you get you get funny Polly moments for a second yes you get this guy sounds like dracula's cousin and the, they get to where they're training and Polly is not happy because he's like there's no fucking there's no TV. there's no antenna on this no, house no, no antenna on <laughs> No no sparring like you give a shit polly i think he does he really deep down cares so fucking much about rocky it's kind of gross i'm not saying
1: he doesn't care about rocky polly absolutely cares about rocky but polly is just a dick fucking unendurable in this movie in particular like i i could buy polly in the first 3 movies because he's an asshole but he's a well written asshole in this movie
0: he's just ridiculous can you do me a favor and go finish those fucking rocky movies you need yes. to i need to talk to you about rocky 5
1: you know what my son missed his first period class this morning, so as punishment, he's gonna watch Rocky V with me.
0: Yes. It is really not that he bad.
1: He fucking hates Rocky Five.
0: I make fun of it a lot, but he
1: hates it. It's he, a he has watched it and oh. he was like, I never want to watch that again.
0: It's really it's really not that bad. It's not great. It's definitely the weakest movie in the franchise for sure.
1: Well he I mean he really loved Rocky. Like he had a deep, deep place in his heart for Rocky. And then Rocky too, I f- had to him (laughs) to sit through until Uh, the second half when it picked back up
0: when it gets cool again
1: and then by the end of that he was on board for rocky 3 and then he fucking loved rocky 4 and so to see a rocky movie that is just kind of middling i think is probably going (laughs) to be a bit of a heartbreak
0: it's a little him. bit of a bummer you can see where they're going and they had some good ideas but it's just like just mm, just misses honestly mm. and then they're like fuck it we're gonna do that same thing again but it's gonna work this time because that's what happened in creed it's literally the same movie only better oh creed is <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of when you watch it you'll see what i mean so after polly like falls on his ass and then well i shouldn't winter <laughs> right before he does that actually he says no sparring and then rocky's like i don't think i need it anymore i'm like yeah dude he's been fighting for like 20 years at this point i think he's got it
1: <laughs> i don't think it's necessary about learning out as far as much as it's about working those muscles
0: yeah well he, he works some fucking muscles the workouts in this look he does intense they, as fuck
1: they are intense oh
0: my god like i've never yeah
1: i gotta say oh. i i like how both now granted this is during the second montage yes Uh, not this montage we're about to have but during that second montage i like how both of them look like they're struggling equally hard like we don't get a sense that drago is like half-assing it or something
0: that is that's true you know i didn't think about that but yeah you're right he's he's grunting and like we we get the
1: sense that both of these men are training as hard as they can and that everything is on the line for this fight that's what makes the lack of 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 other stakes so frustrating. Aside from revenge, there's not really a reason for Rocky to be here, but they're yeah. both fighting with everything they have. Drago has everything on the line.
0: Yeah, he does. You're right. And it's it's again in Creed 2, it's fucking Yeah. yeah.
1: as evidenced by where his life went after, <laughs> yeah. after Oh shit. That. Yeah. Rocky has nothing on the line, but he's laying it down anyway.
0: He has America on the line,
1: which is so fucking hollow in retrospect.
0: Yes, and I, I didn't, and I never thought about it until watching it for the podcast. Good lord! I hope that that half hour gives me something poignant to make this, to <laughs> make this the movie that it fucking should have been in the first place. Oh, by the way, Rocky has official chaperones that'll come back here in a minute, and then Paulie does fall on his ass, and he goes, "God damn it!" And it's really, <laughs> it's really funny. And then Which
1: again would be totally fine, and and is fine in the context of this movie, but it's like, come the fuck on!
0: And then he, it cuts to him immediately, like just fucking sitting in a sitting in a chair, all all. T- hurtly and listening to the chipmunks and roasting a marshmallow
1: on his little walk he's got his little <laughs> yeah. walkman sitting on his belly in a way that i as a fat middle-aged man i totally know get it all too well yes
0: and then uh duke is playing chess with the russian guy who's the live-in dude i don't really know what his role is but he's there
1: i think he's he's probably a translator as well as you know like a social liaison because his handlers are not the types who would have any actual interaction with him they they're I yeah, think their whole role is to be menacing.
0: Yeah, because it's fucking Russia and they're evil. And the chess match is weird. Like you get like three seconds of them like moving the pieces around and Duke is like checkmate friend. And then the guy knocks them all over because that's what you do. And then <laughs> him and Rocky, they have a heart to heart. It's it's pretty sad. Honestly. I got to say, I,
1: I do love Duke in this movie. Yeah, he's, like, I, he's good. I, he didn't really get a chance to be a character in like two and three. No, Uh, he was a character in one, as I've commented on before, but he was he wasn't as sympathetic a character. He was, you know, he was he was there into his job is like, you sure
0: about this? You sure?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. I think this is the movie where where I really fell in love with him as a character because as cheesy as cheesy as this movie is his scene with rocky is really sincere yes it's kind of like paulie's scene later with rocky like those scenes don't belong in this movie not really but (laughs) but i do enjoy them
0: i'm hoping they belong in the in the in the recut version (laughs) fingers crossed there Um, you
1: go let's let's see if he can recut it so they make sense
0: but he says that you know when apollo died part of me died because he was like a son because i raised him and you know now now it's on you now you fucking he died for this so you know you gotta you gotta fucking pick up the slack here he phrased
1: it a certain way that was really good and i can't remember what it was that's something why I'm, like that's why i'm paraphrasing carrying, it like shit <laughs> something like you're carrying apollo's fire or something oh yeah like, which you, you, which which would be very appropriate his
0: spirit lives on in you or some yeah, some, like that. yeah something
1: something to that effect and it, it was really good and i just i kind of choked up a little bit yeah. during that scene you know we like
0: duke he's cool yeah and he shows up in rocky six again as his trainer and yeah. it's fucking awesome <laughs> but he's all old and haggard looking and shit and he's like scary. which just makes him like yes.
1: There's there's something about him that is just more charming the older he gets. I love him. Uh, he's so like I've, too. I've I've only seen the snippets from the you know from <laughs> the ad campaign, yes. but I mean you know that was everywhere. So you Let's saw build it. some hurtin' bombs, and it's like oh, oh god, the, he he's he he just with age, much like Stallone, developed this gravity you know that a younger man just doesn't have.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although
1: I good. I will say in this scene specifically, he actually does have that gravity. Yes. Which much. again totally does not fit with the rest of this
0: movie. <laughs> you know it does fit though. Another. <clears throat> montage yep and this is the training montage to uh burning heart right Uh, what's what's the fucking first what's the song
1: hearts on fire
0: no that's that's the next training montage that's the that's the kick-ass montage yeah it's burning heart it's burning heart okay it's the one that he was fucking driving to
1: i can't remember how this montage goes
0: it's just them like it's Drago doing his training thing and then Rocky kind of learning the stuff he's doing doing some shadow boxing doing some running and he helps the guy with his horse carriage out of the snow
1: right but he hasn't gone like fully hardcore yeah and we have that moment where like they show this ridiculous computer that only could exist in the 80s movie world while Drago's (laughs) being programmed while
0: every time he punches it his fucking PSI his pounds per square inch (laughs) go up like a thousand points and he ends up at like 2050 50 pounds per square inch or something yeah something
1: ridiculous no it's even higher than that it's that would ridiculous. Fucking
0: kill him it if, would break got- his knuckles <laughs> rocky would be dead it's with absolutely
1: one absurd <laughs> But But we're not in the real world. And and while we're doing that, then we see Rocky like helping the guy with his sleigh, you know, write his (laughs) sleigh and stuff. And Rocky's basically like getting back to nature, sawing logs and shit like that.
0: I mean, if I was going to train for something, that's how I would do it. I just just it just feels better.
1: I just remember watching that and thinking if this worked, every guy from Elk would be a fucking Rocky.
0: Well, in fairness, he's literally only doing that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. He, he Like, that's his eight-hour day is just chopping down trees and saw logs. He has, logs and he has six wood. weeks or something, and that's
0: what he's doing. After this montage ends, this is where Adrian shows up to fulfill, fulfill her only role in these movies, really. From two to four, her only role is to be like, I don't want you to do this. All right, cool. If you do this, you got to win, though. <laughs> right and then then rocky starts to kick ass except for in rocky 3 she was on board the whole time except they needed to have that conversation on the beach and she's like go kick his ass and he's like yeah you know what my wife said it i think i'm gonna do it now <laughs> but she shows up and she's like you know i couldn't stay away anymore I'm like he must have been gone for a couple weeks at this point well i mean he's he's gone from no
1: beard to a light beard yeah so it's been a while it's been weeks
0: she's like you know i'm with you no matter what and he's like no matter what because that's stallone talking and
1: that is literally the only break and then we go immediately, immediately back into the trading montage. And this is
0: and this is the fucking yes. montage. And this is the hearts on fire. Everybody's training their hardest, kicking ass. And I this is one of my favorite montages in cinema history. I fucking love it to death.
1: And it is arguably the greatest montage of all time. Yes. Can't, I mean, there's an argument to be made, you know, for other montages. But what I'm saying is, is there's a solid argument to be made that this is the
0: one. This doesn't make me smile ear to ear every time I watch it or anything. <laughs> like this montage and the fight montage at the end i'm like aha some of these workouts though oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it gets so over the top the hot over the top that's a oh like there that. you go there, there we go that's what we're doing there, that one more montages um, like polly is holding his fucking feet up in this hayloft while he's doing like these sit-ups in the air oh, by the man. way and like there's no wires there's nothing <laughs> stallone's doing this shit it's as i'm crazy. watching
1: this as i'm watching this earlier in the day i had gone on probably a 90 minute walk you right?
0: did that though you you did the you did
1: the, the, the sit ups? <laughs> I went on a ninety minute walk. My shins and the tops of my feet like hurt. <laughs> From a 90 minute walk, not a fast walk, a leisurely walk, a 90 minute leisurely walk. I walked two (laughs) miles in 90 minutes and my legs are aching and I'm watching Rocky do those do those (laughs) legs, sit up, pull up things. And I'm just like, fuck me. I am so out of shape. Like some people get inspired by Rocky. I just get disheartened by this. I know,
0: right? I'm inspired for like five minutes after the movie's over and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Never mind. (laughs) But yeah, no, that like he is, Stallone is the fucking greatest like i love him so much the torture he puts himself through to make these fucking movies
1: it's hardcore man he he definitely put the work in
0: which brings me to my next point about these movies why does there always have to be at least one person nodding approval (laughs) because adrian just kind of pops up and then nods and then leaves (laughs) and then we finally get to see drago actually being injected with steroids so that's a thing and then it's like oh they fucking lied (laughs) then the finale to this montage is rocky running up the fucking hill while drago's doing a treadmill
1: and drago's running up the hill too like they keep increasing the incline on this treadmill (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're right. They are kind of going like full bore, both of them. It's kind yeah. of nice. He gets to the top of the mountain, and this is the Drago. He just screams Drago at the top of his lungs because it's a fucking action movie, and he's coming after you. It's so shameless. And then right after that, see this movie. This movie is quick and to the point. It's 90 minutes, at least a half hour of it is a montage. So it's fight night now. And as they're walking to the ring, there's no locker room scene or anything. It's just like <laughs> we're, we're walking to the ring. Or is there a locker room scene? I don't fucking know. If there is, I didn't care.
1: There, no, there's the walking. There's the walking to the ring scene, and that's where Paulie that's does. His line all he
0: has his speech is if i can if i can unzip myself and be any oh and he he brings up the fact that like i'm an asshole and you put up with me and like i love you for it and if i could unzip myself and step out and be somebody else i'd want to be you
1: and then of course he has to undo all of that <laughs> as soon as the as soon as the fight is about to start
0: um i agree with him
1: Oh, I completely agree, too. I would <laughs> Remember what I said about wanting to be you? There but is literally <laughs> nothing in me that would ever want to stand up in front of Dolph Lundgren with the threat of him hitting me.
0: And then Rocky's like, thanks, Polly. OK, now we get to Rocky Jr.'s annoying friends. As Rocky is walking to the ring, he's on TV. It's Christmas in Russia, so it's probably super late in America. I don't fucking know. And the kid goes, that's my dad. And then one of the other kids goes, we know. What do you think we are, nerds? <laughs> yes. Yes, that I is do. such a stupid scene. I hate that kid. Oh, I hate those fucking whatever. kids. I like Rocky Jr., but I don't like his friends. <laughs> and then Drago comes to the ring, and I wrote down that he has tassels on his boots, just like the Ultimate Warrior. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little ridiculous. I didn't even notice. And pageantry is alive and well, apparently, because they once drago gets to the ring, they sing the Russian national anthem and a giant flag thing, a banner, just descends and it's Drago. No,
1: it ascends. This giant banner of Drago's face, like Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Against a red background and it is fucking fantastic. They clearly learned all the lessons Apollo had to teach about absolutely
0: they one hundred percent watch that and they're like, Yeah, we're doing that. (laughs) Uh, And then Drago kind of shoots a look back at Rocky like, Yeah, you're in my house now, bitch. (laughs) Yup
1: And the crowd is fucking merciless.
0: They hate Rocky so much. So they go to the center of the ring and then you get that. This is a very important line. This is the line that everybody repeats, you know, Drago going, I must break you, right? It's
1: iconic. It really is like perfect is the exact word because it plays to every strength Lundgren has, which is not dialogue at this point in his career. No,
0: no, nope.
1: Now. Credit where credit's due, Lundgren did the work and he became an actor, but at this point he wasn't there. So what does it do? It just shows him towering over Rocky like a behemoth. And then he says, three words that just shatter <laughs> like any any illusion you might have that this is a winnable fight it's flawless it's absolutely one of the most flawless moments in action cinema it really is
0: this is one of the only movies i realize i we haven't been on imdb once we just have like shit to say about it
1: i don't think you need to go on imdb for this one because there's
0: two actors in it that i care about <laughs> And I know, and I know stuff about them.
1: I think you're you already are the Wikipedia page for this
0: movie. Oh, right after that, by the way, is that's when Polly takes it back. He's like, you know what? Remember what I said? Forget it. And Rocky's like, thanks, Polly. And then we get the cool, the cool mantra of the. Of the training, no pain, no pain, and Rocky's Rocky's ready. He's fucking doing his thing. He's like no pain. I'm gonna go after him, no pain. Ah." The fight starts. The first two rounds are in real time, and I love how they do this. So round one, Drago gets him. Drago's all over Rocky, and Rocky keeps trying to go for the body, right? Like he eventually, after get getting pummeled for like a whole two minutes, yeah, he he goes for the body, and then it's painful to watch. And then Drago just kind of (laughs) goes. He's like he's like that crocodile villain in uh in donkey kong where you try to ram into his stomach and he just goes
1: <laughs> drago is so totally unfazed by rocky's punches in this first round
0: it's pretty brutal and his arms are so fucking long like the only way you can fight this guy is to get right in right under there and start pounding yep. on his face
1: it's really obvious like all you have to do is look and his reach is clearly so much longer than stallone's
0: yeah this is definitely not sanctioned by fucking anybody <laughs> no. they would not have even even the announcers though one of the guys is like somebody better stop this before somebody gets killed i'm like dude maybe don't say stuff like that so rocky goes down rocky has to get knocked down at least once in the first round Obviously. and he does but then he gets up and he keeps on getting put in the corner and i said apparently his name isn't baby <laughs> so after after him getting pummeled for the first round it's over and then rocky goes to the corner and he's like oh i see three of them out there and then polly with words of wisdom he's like hit the one in the middle and duke is like right hit the one in the middle that's
1: the moment where i was <laughs> a little disappointed in duke i felt like duke could have done better than just parroting Polly. but you know no pain okay, no whatever. pain he whatever, has, to, he has whatever. to be
0: there saying no pain no pain no,
1: i buy that it's <laughs> it's the yeah hit the one in the middle don't worry he me.
0: gets stuff later
1: on he does he does i'm this first round i think it's very much meant to feel like rocky can't win this fight oh yeah which would be fine If it wasn't for the fact that the fucking poster shows him winning the fight, like there was never any doubt, it's him with his arm in the air and the American flag draped over his shoulders. He's only in one fight in this fucking movie.
0: We yes, that is true, but we all knew he's he is definitely not one of those action stars that has it written in his contract that he can't get hurt though. Yes, that's true. Fucking hate that. That is so stupid. The Rock has that. I think Vin Diesel might have it. I'm like that is the dumbest fucking thing to put in your contract.
1: That's more of an old school thing in the old. Old school people would take unreasonable risks and whatnot, and nowadays there's not really any reason to, with CGI and everything being the way it is.
0: Well, I mean, no, his character, like
1: the oh, has char- it written oh, down he, that he his character cannot can't look hurt.
0: bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's he really can't sad. Yeah, I'm like Honestly. fuck off. He can't lose a fight ever. Oh wow, I'm seriously, like, that's super lame, dude. And that I'm is more, lame. Stallone loses fights in his movies all the time. That's
1: probably why I don't really care for the Rock anymore. Like I well, yeah. like he had he had a brief period where he was fantastic. The and rundown then, was cool, and then I'm and just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of him now. I, I I'll I'll tell you where I do like him is in comedic roles.
0: Yeah, no, he's really funny.
1: Yeah, he's a really funny guy.
0: <laughs> Part of me wants to <laughs> be able to like sit down and be like, I want to watch the Fast and Furious movies because people talk about him i'm kind of curious that's how i feel i'm like i wanna but i don't really wanna
1: i don't have enough time left in life to watch all the <laughs> movies i want so i'm just gonna focus on the ones i actually want to
0: watch yeah fair enough i'll probably end up watching rocky six tomorrow
1: i'm gonna watch rocky five for you and that's how much of a friend you are and then you're and gonna, gonna watch, gonna rocky, watch 6. rocky five for you ge- i already wanted to watch Rocky. you're 6. going
0: to and you're gonna love it
1: i wanted to watch rocky six i still do want to watch rocky six Good. rocky five i'm not stoked on but i'm gonna do it because i'm your
0: friend it's average <laughs> That is... Not an endorsement. I know it kind of sucks, but yeah. anyways, so round two, it's all Drago again for at least the first half. Rocky's trying real hard, but he gets <laughs> Rocky basically gets thrown across the ring. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he, he
1: go because he goes in because, like you said, the only way yeah. for him to get any traction is to go right in. <laughs> and Drago fucking grabs him <laughs> and just hurls him to the other side of the ring. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So he stands up. He gets his ass kicked a little more, and then just out of the blue, it's kind of the exact same thing that happened to. With Apollo in his first fight he just ducks a punch and gets one real good one in there and then he cuts him and this is a fucking epic moment because that's when the music just starts and you just <laughs> and like oh I feel it you know you feel that you know what I mean right yeah. you just feel it oh and then then he goes after him and then eventually the bell rings and Drago like Drago fucking punches him after the bell and then Rocky tackles him so it's just like a fucking street fight there's so much animosity here it's so <laughs> like even out of the context of the movie which I'm I'm on board I'm so fucking on board and invested at this point Every time i can't not be into it
1: i know you oh my god it's impossible like if you're the type of person who can be sucked in by this type of movie you can't avoid it
0: no it's gonna grab
1: you especially especially especially. it could have missed you the entire movie if at this point (laughs) you don't get sucked in why the fuck did you ever put this in in the first place
0: yeah no shit i'm on board more for this fight than i am For the fights, usually. (laughs) There's something about the score in this movie that's not by Bill Conti, by the way.
1: I'm not going to say I love the score to this movie
0: people are going to hate me this is my favorite fight score in the entire series so after that round is over we go back to the corner and duke is like dude you see that you cut him he's not a he's not a machine he's a man and the music's still going in the background i'm like Fuck, uh, let's do this he cuts to drago and they're like what the hell are you doing And he's like he's not a man he's a he's like a piece of iron I'm like it's totally switched and then the montage number five and we just go through the whole fucking fight now and the impact sounds are when we
1: them. go through like 13 rounds uh one two doesn't yeah. it, doesn't it take us to round Fifteen from round three,
0: and I wrote down that the impact sounds are fucking ridiculous. They are. They sound like car wrecks, and it's part of the it's part of the charm of this dumb (laughs) fucking movie. I even had that
1: thought last, and I don't usually catch that kind of stuff. (laughs) On like a second or third watch, which this was for me, and even I was like, "Oh, come the fuck on!"
0: This fight is so goddamn epic. This is when I hum Rocky music. This is the fucking music I end up humming. (laughs) Just that that slow build too. That I'm like, I want to go punch things, and I smile every time. Like Rachel sitting next to me, she's like, "You're fucking so stupid," and I'm like, "Look, look at him, look at him." And then you watch, then you actually pay attention. Like Jesus, some of those shots are connecting real hard. If she touched your. During that scene, you would come like that. <laughs> I would, I would. Uh, yeah. Did you see some of those hits that especially Stallone took? Though.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. No, when Dolph Lundgren hits, I believe it. I mean, granted there are a few shots where it's like, okay, you maybe shouldn't have done that angle, you know, cuz you like mm-hmm. it gets it gets really shameless with the with the near misses, you know. But most of the most of the shots for the fight are done really well.
0: Now, Stallone has said and he he firmly believes this and I'm I'm halfway on board with it. Halfway. He says that this is one of the best fights in cinema history. Half on board. I will say this is one of the best fights in American cinema history. I will I will be there cuz you know You can't discount all the Hong Kong action movies.
1: Yeah. John Woo's catalog alone.
0: Anything that Jackie Chan has ever fucking
1: done. Yeah. There's some stiff competition out there. But
0: if you want a great fucking fight... But yes, American...
1: American action cinema. I'm not going to say I think it's the best fight, but I can see that there's an argument for that. There's definitely an argument that it's the best
0: fight. We're going to go to the last round now before I blow my load and fucking blow a hole in the ceiling. The montage takes us through to the 15th round. Um, We are missing a couple like uh, a couple Duke moments, though. He's like, you know, all your all your love, all your power. All I love. I love that little thing that he does. Like I said, this
1: is the movie where I fell in love with Duke. Right. Before, I love how Duke is sweating just as much as oh, Rocky he's, is. He's in it. Polly like, too. Like Duke is just drenched. You can see it. Like it's it's running <laughs> off of him. As he sweats he's a yelling, lot in this as movie. he's yelling at Rocky. You know? He sweats during the training montage too. <laughs> it's great.
0: So the Russian boss man, the 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 guy from Halloween Four, uh, he comes up to give Drago shit because Drago isn't exactly winning the way he's supposed to. He was supposed to knock this guy out in the first round.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be a handy victory.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he goes up there and he's like, "You fucking idiot." Yeah. Actually calls him an idiot in russian It's like you fucking idiot you're supposed to win this shit and then drago fucking grabs him by his throat and he <laughs> throws him and i always thought when i was a kid that his wife was saying yes but she's saying yet she's saying no she's telling him to stop because she's not feeling it
1: you get the feeling that his wife that their marriage was a very political marriage especially when you go and see what happens in creed 2 but even without that even if you ignore creed 2 entirely in this movie she is very much a political figure and they did that. They they actually did do that kind of stuff specifically in Eastern Europe, where yeah. you know they would they would pair up major social figures. You know, not necessarily because they're yeah they're both figures. like Olympic gold medalists yeah. and stuff. Like, in the and movie. it would be it would be a marriage of convenience. You know, where the guy he would fuck around on the side and she would fuck around on the side, but in public it was a united front. I know because my father in law was an Eastern European major sports figure. He has all kinds of stories about shit like that.
0: So after after Drago throws that motherfucker into the goddamn stands, everybody. F- Fucking cheered. Oh, yeah, they did. Because everybody at this point is kind of pro-Rocky now. Yeah. There's a mutual, there's a respect forming. It happens inside the ring, too, because they come to the center of the ring for that 15th round, you know, handshake. And Drago looks at Rocky and says, to the end.
1: Yeah. So it's, yeah, like as much as it started out with them, just bitter enemies and, and with the entire crowd hating Rocky, it's come around by now, which of course is like the whole theme of the story.
0: Now they're both heroes. Just remember this movie ended the cold war. Exactly. (laughs) So the bell rings, it's the 15th round, but even Rocky couldn't believe it. He's in the corner. He's like, what round is it? What round is it? (laughs) cuz they're all fucking headshots nothing yes yeah, serious <laughs> could you imagine getting punched
1: by Dolph Lundgren for 30 whatever it is 6 minutes
0: straight. Yeah, that's a lot.
1: Well, okay, with like a 60-second reprieve every three yeah, minutes. Yeah. You get like whatever.
0: a minute, you know, they're they're going at it again. They're going a little slower obviously cuz it's fucking they've been through some shit cuz that montage is <laughs> yeah. intense. They're still swinging, but you know what Rocky does? He does the thing that he did in the third movie. Do you know did, did you did you notice that? Where he fucking makes Dolph swing and swing and punch him and he's like, "Come on, fight." He keeps on saying that to him as he's punching him. He's like, "Fight. Come on, fight me." Yeah, Just like he did to Clubber. Uh,
1: and I don't I just don't believe it as much in this movie. Like I don't believe I, can, I no, barely believe in being able to walk around in the 15th round on this movie i'm on board i am i'm not saying i'm not i'm just saying like
0: you gotta you gotta be on board this isn't that rocky
1: no i think my theory
0: isn't. might be correct he is fucking in a coma <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that actually checks out uh. yes this is this all being <laughs> a coma dream rocky Rocky got the brain damage. In he three. won, but it fucking <laughs> exactly. And he and then he's just in a vegetative state for the next ten years or whatever it is. Adrian won't pull the plug, so he's just <laughs> sitting there living this fantasy. No, world. you know what?
0: He's in a coma. That's how his kid aged so much, and from movie to movie. There you go.
1: <laughs> See, he thinks he will. Wo- he thinks he just got off it's the like flight. Right it turns right out it's seven years later.
0: Yes, that's what he's doing. So he's wearing. He's wearing. Drago <laughs> he lost
1: the dragon yes. fight. In the first round.
0: Oh, no. No, I don't like that one. No, I want him to win. He has to win. The Cold War ain't going to end itself.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: So as he's doing that, I I really like his his badass stand-up. Fight me. Come on. Hit me. (laughs) It's better in Rocky 3 when he's like, come on, the whole world's watching, knock me out. I fucking love that so much. It's so douchey and awesome. I loved it in 3. There is so much machismo fucking flying through these movies.
1: This movie is so ridiculous. I I have trouble taking anything seriously. (laughs) And
0: as he's, when he gets to the point where he's punching Drago, they fucking, they should never do this because it never works. And I always laugh at it because it happens specifically in Rocky 6. There's a part where the. The girl figure. They cut to her, and she's like, she says something, she delivers a line, and it's really bad. But they do the same thing here. They cut to Adrian, and she's like, "You're gonna do it." That was really rough. Yeah. Cut that out, Stallone, please. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Might not be too late. And of course, after so Duke says, "Go to the body, go to the body." You hear him off in the right off screen, and then I don't know
1: how Rocky hears him with all the with
0: all the headshots he's taking. And then (laughs) then you hear Polly bust his head, knock his fucking head off. He didn't say knock his fucking head off, but, you know, he would have if it was already. a PG, maybe PG-13 it's a, it's a PG movie. PG-13 is Rocky V. I can't
1: believe Apollo got beaten to death and they still got away with a PG rating. It was 1985. And, well, yeah. And in fairness, this was, like, so shamelessly, <laughs> like, pro-America propaganda that they were like, we can't keep the kids away from this.
0: So he finally does knock the Russian down and we hear that familiar Rocky music, the yep. Bill Conti score, because you cannot have a Rocky movie without it. No, I... I firmly believe you have to have that at least a little. I'm fine with that.
1: I don't have a problem with that.
0: What? Not having it?
1: No, I don't have a problem with it being in the movie. Like, yeah. it, it's it's incongruent, but I'm okay with it just because it's, it's so integral to the Rocky yes. mythology. Now we need to talk about. <laughs> Here's my question. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do they have it in five? Because you said it's just a street fight in that one. <laughs>
0: Oh, by the way, the fight at the end is fucking awesome. Really? So I will 100% right. absolutely, because it's a fucking Rocky fight. And sure, Appleton's I, back to direct it, so.
1: Sure, I'm just like. It doesn't make any how sense. How do you do a street fight and then end with that music?
0: I can't remember, honestly. I don't know. But Maybe the fight's I'll awesome. Maybe I'll watch it tonight, we'll see. The fight means fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing. What a terrible fucking way to end the series, but it's a fun fight to watch. <laughs> so solved. And they, I mean, and they really
1: believed they were ending the series at that time. Yeah, he
0: was supposed to die.
1: Yeah. It's not like it's not like Stallone was like, yeah. And then, you know, in, 10 years. 16 years, years we'll I'm do, coming back. I'll do another one.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the speech. This whole thing <sighs> was put into place because Apollo died. Who is completely absent from that speech? Apollo never fucking mentions him once. I do have to tell you, and I, I never noticed that until I watched Joe Bob Briggs talk about it on TNT because this show was on this movie was on Monster Vision one night what? yeah (laughs) why? because it's fucking Dolph Lundgren and he's a monster okay I don't fucking know I was just it was there I mean I guess technically
1: he's like a medical monstrosity
0: and I I do remember Joe Bob Briggs going like yeah where's fucking he doesn't mention Creed once in that and I'm like oh fuck he doesn't mention apollo a single time in that thing does he it's just like uh if i can change you can change because i hated you when i came in here and you hated me but i don't hate you anymore i love you guys and you love me and it's all cool if i could change and if you could change then maybe we all could change yeah oh oh, and he he says you know it's there were two guys in here killing each other but i guess that's better than 20 million (laughs)
1: like it's fucking robot jocks
0: that's where they got that's where they got the idea Also, I made that fucking comparison when we did the Robot Jocks episode. I said it was like Rocky IV. I, oh my god! All these move. This movie is fucking way more influential than I realized. No, I mean you're not wrong. As
1: big as Rocky IV was, I have to imagine Charles Band was like, yeah, let's get some, let's get some Rocky action in here. Let,
0: let's really make it feel epic. Speaking of
1: which. Charles Band's autobiography just came out, or it's just about to come out. It's called Confessions of a Puppet Master. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so there.
0: So yeah, the speech. The speech is fucking weird and it's dumb. And then he ends it with, hey, I'm gonna, my kid, you should be at home sleeping. I love you, kid. The kid mouths, I love you. Because he doesn't want his friends to hear. Your dad loves you, you fucking loser. You love your daddy, huh? I'm like, what's that like? <laughs> Whoa, shit just got real on the shark pod. <laughs> the movie's over. And guess what Damn. we hear again? It's burning heart again, I think. Because oh, it's Survivor. It's, it's like he, he was best friends with Survivor. Apparently.
1: Like, they literally owe their entire career to him.
0: They made one of the most iconic fucking movie songs of all time and then they made another movie song that nobody really remembers even though it played way more times in this movie than that one did in that movie they're trying
1: so fucking hard to get another hit on the radio with this one and I'm and sure it's it's just it probably was happening. at the time I, yeah I don't doubt that it made the top 40 and all that stuff but you never hear it played on classic rock oh, radio no. anymore guess what it you hear? doesn't you, pop up on the robo 80s stations anymore you, you hear
0: eye of the tiger at least once a day
1: yes minimum
0: I only mind because I've, I hear it so goddamn much it's a perfect song for that yes movie i
1: mean it it is it is you couldn't ask for a better song you you
0: could ask for a best around which
1: was originally written for rocky 3 but which stallone had the intelligence to pass on or whoever it, who who fucking directed rocky 3
0: stallone he did then he's like here avilson take this fucking leftover shit song for your stupid movie about oh, that's, karate <laughs> that's right because we
1: talked about that because he yeah. has his brother as the lounge singer or oh whatever yeah yep. in, in the hotel in the middle of the movie
0: frank it's frank
1: oh frank stallone
0: Put on your fucking rollerblades, you weirdo. For those of you who don't know, that is a reference to the rollerblade seven. Yes. Which Frank Stallone was in for some reason. Because he was the most famous person they could get. My brother's super famous. There's a documentary about me. And don't forget Joel Estevez. Oh fuck. Is he it was the
1: third Sheen brother. Was he in that too? Yes. He oh my was God.
0: in rollerblade seven oh, as well. Lord. They all just wanted to skate the path of righteousness, everybody.
1: <laughs> so we what are we doing? Final thoughts here? So,
0: yeah yeah final thoughts on rocky 4 the greatest movie in fucking history
1: this movie is goddamn ridiculous and yeah i love it it's just a bucket of fun and stupidity
0: this is my favorite piece of propaganda ever (laughs) because that's what it is
1: yep 100 percent.
0: and i love it and i have since i was a little kid because i'm a simp for stallone i'm I'm kind (laughs) of it's a fucking problem at this point as I as I've gotten older and older, I'm like I love Stallone so much. I'll even watch movies where his that, that his daughters are in.
1: Wow, that is love. I love this movie because it's absolutely terrible and. I love terrible movies. I just do. Same,
0: but there's nothing ironic about my love for this movie.
1: I love this movie because it is just ridiculous and if I didn't watch it ironically, I think I would hate this movie because <laughs> it shits Aww. all over everything I loved about Rocky. <laughs> I mean, it really does. You can't deny that.
0: But you'd watch it with my with with my fan theory in mind. The right. coma theory.
1: All right, I will I will watch it with that theory. He
0: won, though. He won. Yeah,
1: so he he won the fight, but he's but, unconscious.
0: But and that's what we're all this is
1: they never address the brain damage issue from Rocky 3 at the end of the fight oh my God. he falls into a coma
0: yes and then that's why his head fucking hurts he's basically suffering from a goddamn headache like in Die Hard 3 the whole time yeah. cuz he constantly just you, you hear this high pitched whine and then he like grabs his temples and he's like Ugh! but really? it's only it's when he gets stressed out they yeah. keep do-
1: that like is a running theme throughout Rocky 5 yeah it happens a okay times. well I might find out tonight uh, probably tonight or tomorrow I, I need you to watch it it's gonna be no like I said uh i will definitely sit my son down and make him watch rocky 5 as a punishment for being right to class <laughs> it's today.
0: painfully average but there's a lot there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of stuff you can make fun of I'm doing this for you man i I wouldn't do this for just anybody keep in mind that it came out in 1990 the music is Fucking terrible. That song, you know, the do 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 do. They do that song, but they make it a weird early '90s R&B track, oh, and it's weird. No. It's so weird. The music is bad. The fights, the fights are all good, just because it's right. fucking Rocky. So at least you get that much.
1: Okay, enough talking about Rocky all right. Five. I d- so, <laughs> I enjoyed this piece of trash. It's it's a bucket of fun, but do not <laughs> think you're getting an appropriate sequel to Rocky because. It is not.
0: Oh, absolutely not. So that was Rocky Four, And again, I love it to death. But like he, like the rev said, don't go into it if you've never seen it. Don't go into it expecting the greatness of the first movie or even the third movie. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no,
1: not really.
0: I don't even know if it's a good entry point.
1: I mean, it's a lot of fun. If you like action movies, it's a fun movie. But personally, I would say if you don't want to start with the first Rocky, start with three. That's where I started. That is definitely the one I would recommend.
0: But it also Rocky one. It also has a uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr t in it so you're getting some good stuff right off the bat
1: <laughs> and i i loved them in it i mean thunderlifts is ridiculous but in all the right ways perfect yeah
0: perfect vintage hulk hogan before he was hulk hogan and, and the
1: way they played it was really? perfect too because it was you know it was like a charity exhibition thing yeah. and and then it turns out he's taking it way too fucking seriously <laughs> that was great like it was it was comedy but it wasn't out of context out of
0: character it comedy. made sense yeah yeah i i agree so yeah uh check this movie out next week we're gonna go well, a little two weeks now, yeah. In 2 weeks we're going to take a bit of a different fucking approach and we're going to do an indie film that nobody's ever heard of. So that's going to be fun <laughs> that you can't get almost anywhere. Yeah, you can stream it on Tubi. It's called Loser's Take All. It's about a punk band in the 80s and I think it's I think it's a pretty awesome movie and more people need to watch it, which is why we're doing it and maybe somebody'll get some attention.
1: If you're the type of person who's sitting around looking scrolling through our podcast feed going, "Man, I wish I quit I wish they'd quit doing mainstream shit like Rocky IV" you're welcome motherfucker because in two weeks we got your number
0: because we do so much fucking mainstream stuff uh, that's not even by design we don't mean to do that we just like hey I kind of want to watch this movie let's let's watch it so we can let's do that but yeah so we'll be back in a couple weeks for that but uh, hey how about uh, social media and shit you can follow us on everything at the shark pod and I recommend you do me too you know what I recommend more because I just I just thought of a new tier that I should do if we get $500 a month on Patreon I'll shave my beard off holy shit I'll keep and I will keep it shaved for an entire year.
1: I am not doing that. I want to I want to be very clear. That is you, not That's me.
0: That's 100% me. And <laughs> if we hit 1000, I'll shave my beard and my head and my eyebrows. I don't give a shit. Oh, no, I want to see it. <laughs> so, I might not keep the eyebrows shaved off for a year, but I'll keep my head <laughs> shaved for a year. But, you know, in order to do that...
1: I'm picturing it <laughs> and I can't stop
0: laughing. So, as an incentive for you <laughs> donating money, so there's that, but there's also us doing uh, 2021 the 13th, where we're talking about every Friday the 13th movie, and this month we're going to do Freddy versus Jason. I'm very excited about this one. I don't know if I'm excited. I can't say I'm excited, because I said I was excited about Jason X, and that <laughs> turned into a shit show,
1: so, you know, that's a thing. And I'm just excited about all of them, really. I mean...
0: I. 100 I appreciate that I had the opportunity to watch them all because now I can say I've seen every Friday the 13th movie every Jason movie
1: you definitely can
0: and as a horror fan I think that's something you need to do
1: also don't forget we're not gonna let you down in 2022 either oh you know
0: we're gonna be talking about mock yes primarily ones done by the asylum so you can expect Sunday school musical <laughs> transmorphers <laughs> the terminators <laughs> and atlantic rim for sure and avengers grim that is one that is one of the that's actually on the top of the list
1: i'm very excited for yes. all of them all of them oh i'm looking forward to this year <laughs>
0: but next year you can get that and this year you can get 2021 the 13th at patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood donate anything you want 500 dollars and i'll shave my beard off you guys don't even know what i look like so it doesn't really matter but i'll do it <laughs> and he'll post it i'll do it before and after and oh. you
1: got to do and you got to do regular updates throughout yes. the year
0: to prove that i am sticking to it it's coming i can feel it He's, everybody's listening you're a little scared aren't you you're a, a little, little bit, scared that people
1: might go you know what that was the incentive we needed yes keep that
0: in mind everybody we'll be back in a couple weeks with the biggest movie ever losers take all but until <laughs> then stay jossom